Welcome to Unsolicited Views, where we talk about topics that you may or may not give a damn about. Thank you for listening to the Unsolicited Views podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and comment. If you're looking to book your own podcast, email us at info at unsolicitedviews.com or follow us on IG at Unsolicited Views. Thank you. Hey, we're back. This is part two of our podcast collaboration with the Real Play Podcast. Hope you enjoy. Um, but the main thing is they said um, to keep this working, bro, you just got to communicate. And that's on all standpoints, whether you're happy, mad, sad, glad, excited, you got to yeah. communicate. So, um, yeah, I can I can echo <laughs> that. Um, basically, like it's, it's hard. I'm still working on that myself and um, understanding that it doesn't come immediately. That's number one. Like you, you, you learn more, you learn better communication as you uh, matriculate through your relationship. But um, you got to understand that it's not, it's not going to be easy. And you gotta, you gotta be, like you said, a good word with vulnerable. Like even when you know that what you're going to say is going to not ring well with your partner, you still got to say it. And it's something that I'm still working with. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of other people can. It's but, how, you, um, how you say it too. You yeah, may have to well, say I mean, it, but you can't part just. Of it. That's, okay, part, that's part of it. Okay, it's, it's, okay, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. That's, I mean, it's definitely part of it. But to Melvin's point, I think it's levels to communication, depending on the relationship. Because the one thing nobody really wants to tell you before you get married, and like the truth is, it goes all the way left. Like, <laughs> absolutely, bro. I love not, that. <laughs> Like what you see on TV is like a hoax. Like you should stop watching TV and stop in, if you're dating. Like it's all it's not. It goes. <laughs> your growth and maturation is at different paces. The worst thing you can do is always compare your relationship. That's like a recipe for disaster. Um, and communication to you, like for example, to me, I know I'm not. I, I wasn't the best communicator. I'm still not the best communicator because to me, my my whole theory is when something gets tight, you know. I, I'm just trying to figure it out on my own. But being in the partnership, you can't. You got to reach out and say, I need help figuring it out. And that's that's a very hard thing to do. So it just takes a certain type of woman to be able to say, all right, I see your vulnerability. I'm going to accept it and I'm going to help you through it. And it's not, and sometimes you got to help yourself through it. But I'm about to say, and vice versa. I don't want right. him to think that the women is just going to help the man. And sometimes right. it's the man helping mm-hmm. the woman get her uh, communication through. Because you, know you can over communicate to the point where you're, oh, you're just dumping. And then when you're dumping, it comes a point where you need to go to your corner and figure out what you want to do for yourself. Because it's not always her or us figuring it out. Sometimes it's like, no, you need to go over there and figure it out. And then mm. we'll come back to the table and then maybe we can divvy it up. But it's not always it's not always sweet. I always want to tell people that's about to get married and that's in a relationship. It's not always sweet. It's, it can be, but I think you, you got to work to that. Like It's not going to be that right away. Yeah. Okay, so um, I'm just gonna start from the top of the list with the other questions that were asked. Um, And this is probably not a good segue, but the next question is, uh, where are all the good guys and where do you go to find them? That was gonna be one of my questions. It's literally right here. Where are the good guys? And y'all DMs? I'm I'm gonna say, come on. First, no. They are not. Before we climb this mountain. Before we climb this invisible mountain, right? Invisible what is your definition of a good guy? What? What's your definition of a good guy? I didn't ask this question. Um, 
I mean, so I'm my definition like, of a good guy is a guy that's as, not as a woman. Yeah, is a guy that's got his stuff together financially. Mm-hmm. He's got a job. He's got ambition. He's ready to start a relationship. He's just not out here. Let me just date around and you know have fun. Like he's got his stuff together. He's ready. Okay, so somebody that wasn't willing to date with intention, like intentionally dating. Yes. Okay. Is that is that the only definition of a good guy? Uh, like 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 the, the deciding factor? Because there's a lot of people that have their stuff together. A lot of guys that have their stuff together. Terrible. But they aren't intentionally dating. Yeah. So I they think have to for, be a good person too. Yeah. They have to be a good person. But I think for the purpose of this question, it's probably somebody who's looking to go to the next level. So I'm gonna say they have okay. their stuff together and they're ready so, to move to the next level. So you said something about dating multiple people. Like, how do you expect them not to be dating multiple people when you meet them? If they're looking for something, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, you don't know which, like, like you go to the shoe store wearing shoes to buy more shoes. Do you not? <laughs> okay. This is <laughs> analogy. <laughs> All right. I've never heard that. You should definitely write a book. Yeah, yeah that, that was a good one. Like, like, analogy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. That I understand. That's true. Um, but I don't want. I personally don't want somebody who, if I'm having a conversation with him, he says something. I'm like, oh, you already told me this yesterday, and he can't remember because he's talking to five other girls at the same time. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay. 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 All right. And and Wesley, what are you gonna say? Uh, there's nothing wrong with a guy, you know, having like multiple options on the table of dating women, but that needs to be expressed to um, lady ability up front, like openly and honestly. Like it's one thing if he's like dating multiple people to figure out which one he's compatible with to become exclusively um, intertwined into a relationship, but it's something totally different if he's just lying and just like stringing everybody along. So I think honestly, Honesty and communication comes into play as well, but I don't think there's nothing wrong with somebody dating multiple people up front. Hey, but would you, would you, and this could be for anybody, would you openly give that information as soon as you meet someone, or would you kind of keep that no. to yourself until it's asked? Meaning, it, 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 it depends on like what I see in that individual. Like, if I'm talking to you, and and I feel like okay, like there may be a connection. Maybe I'm interested in learning more about you. Then I'll let you know to like protect you. I'll let you know like, hey, look, like in the season of my life, I'm simply dating around. Like I may be talking to like two other people. Yeah. I just want to like make you that you know, so you don't have like any false expectations. See if she's okay with that. If she's not okay with that, then that's her choice to like walk out. But at least you let her know up front. Yeah. My 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 assumption when it comes to dating. Unless we actually define like, hey, we're mutually like we're exclusively dating. My assumption is that I'm not the only one trying to be the only one. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and, that, and, and that that like that's across the board. Like, unless uh-huh. unless unless that's defined, then I like you don't owe me anything. I don't owe you anything. Like we can communicate through it all. Right. And like, hey, like this is what I'm doing. I'm talking to other people. Okay, cool. But like say like, until like that title or that boundary to exclusively date is set, it's it's free game. Yeah. I mean, I I hear what y'all saying. So back, I guess I'm gonna go back to Sierra's point, right? 
But even if we're out here dating, um, say we as men, if we're out here dating multiple um, women, I think if you know you are serious about one or two of them, you shouldn't be fumbling around when you, you know what I'm saying? When she asks you a question about her, you shouldn't be giving it. Yeah, I think, I mean, so I think it just comes to, I guess I'm trying, I'm trying to be on Sierra's side. I don't know if I'm speaking right. <laughs> Am I saying what you're saying? I just think you need to show the people that I think they can be allies. Yeah, I think you I think you need to show the women that you're interested enough. That's what I'm trying to say. Even yeah. if you are out here dating. Yeah. And honestly, so, get, oh go ahead, bro. That should be a hard thing. I'm gonna say yeah, that like if you and to show them that you're interested in them, that shouldn't be a hard thing if you're genuinely interested in them. Yeah. That should actually just come naturally. So for the so fumbling so so fumbling between women, that shouldn't even be an issue if you're like solely interested in her and like her or one other person. Like that that should never be an issue because you, you should know like when you like just just like code switching at work. You know when you're at work. You know when you're on the phone with your homeboys or your homegirl, mm-hmm. and you speak accordingly. I think the same the same type of rules apply in dating. Yeah. So I was gonna ask for Mel and John, before you decided to one, even be in a relationship with, you know, the the women that you were with, I don't know if you were dating multiple women at the time, but how did you even decide to choose? Like, all right, yeah, this is who I want to be with. Uh, yeah. So the way the way I knew, I knew um because like when when I started talking to her. I realized that like I was talking to the other women less and less. I was I was focusing more time on her. And that's how like like subconsciously, that's just how it was. Like I was I would I was giving her all my time and not mm-hmm. the other ones. Mm-hmm. So then it kind of they just kind of fell off. And then it was like, okay, I already know what this is. This would just mean I actually wanted to talk to her. Like I literally text we were texting every day from that point forward. So that's kind of how I knew. Like it was just sub kind of subconscious thing it was a feeling it was like it, nothing really happened per se yeah i was about to say i was just going to say the same some, something along the same lines it was just soul ties i really felt like she was like my twin flame like it's it was just meant to be like i, 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 I ain't say i wasn't that deep but uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like and even early on when i was younger like i wouldn't i wasn't a cheater but i would talk to other uh women girls at that point i guess and yeah. I would be, you know, texting and think it was nothing. Um, then after a while, I realized, like, I would, that's that's just as bad as physically cheating um, mm-hmm. by talking to entertaining other people. Because um, I didn't think nothing of it. Because I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not engaging with them. I'm not going out with them. They're just my friends, quote unquote. And I got mm-hmm. oh, wow, do you think that's okay? That's just not okay because you're really uh, having some, that's really intruding on that bond you had. Once you lock down and you really you know, get to know that person and you understand them. And I think it goes back to that vulnerability. When you can be vulnerable with somebody, it like trumps everything. Like Once you get to the point where you can be vulnerable with somebody, you're like, yeah, I'm here. Like, I, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I think those are good points. I know this question wasn't for me, but I thought I'd interject and give my thoughts as well. Like, I think it goes back to like God's design for the wife to be a help her suitable for a man. Like, not to be, like, extra spiritual, but if you go to, like, Genesis 2.18, I mean, Lord God, it is not good for the man to be alone, and he will make a helper 
suitable for him. So I feel like if you're like talking to like multiple women, but all of a sudden you meet this one particular lady, I think you'll you'll know if it's a good fit. Like there'll be something different. Maybe the connection, maybe the chem- the chemistry, maybe your purposes align. Like you'll just be able to tell like there's something different about this one that's yeah. different from like all the. And then when when you, when you decided it, did you kind of just let the folks you were dealing with just kind of disappear, or you went and told them like, hey, look. Yeah, did you ghost or nah? Did you <laughs> ghost? <laughs> did you ghost or nah? Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know if it was considered ghosting. We stopped texting. If they ain't text me back, I mean, it wasn't serious anyway. But right. I mean, if they if it came back up and we text again, it was kind of like, oh yeah, my bad. I've been talking to somebody. So yeah, I got you. So I don't, I don't want to call it a ghost. It was just like it is what it is. I don't, don't want to talk to you as much no more. <laughs> one, one thing to that point though is because I remember like. Claiming your woman is a huge deal. And a lot of men don't do that because they are trying to be one foot in, one foot out. Keep the options mm-hmm. open, right? Um, yeah. So what happened is like stuff as little as not making being in a relationship on Facebook or like her not being on your Instagram, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. At some point, that's not just semantics or just optics. Like that is a big deal because you can't say this is the uh, picture slideshow of my life and she's not in one of those pictures. It's kind of like, what are you trying to do? So that's okay. the- uh, you, you, you said social media? You said yeah, like, how it's posting on social media? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I didn't say that specifically, but yeah, wrong. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm not saying yeah, we, like, yeah, we, we said semantics, because I think I feel different about that. It just seems like, like in this society, this generation, as far as like social media, like I feel like the more someone posts somebody, the more wrong they're probably doing that individual. Wow. The more oh, they post damn. them, the more wow. wrong. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. Mean, Hold on, say I mean, it. Like, I, yeah, say it again. Put, put, a, put, a, put a people in the back. <laughs> put the people in the back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put the people in the back. Put the people, uh, they have the slow uh, algorithm. So I say no. Um... <laughs> So like in the, just like like not saying like a personal like a personal experience but like from what I've seen and heard from like other experiences, people will actively post their significant other, their wives, in general like all the time. They pick like showing like oh yeah they, like they're happy like this is what's going on here, but yet behind those closed doors like there's nothing but skeletons in their closet to where it's like they're doing them wrong and them posting them so frequently. It's like a personal guilt trip that they have to like. That's like their personal guilt trip or, or their duty to do. Like, oh, I am like, in a relationship. Look at this, but really everything's not. Yeah, good. Like, yeah, like, like, yeah, but everything's really not good. But at the same time, and, and more time, like maybe the side, like the side view or the side chick is probably right there liking the picture. Yeah. <laughs> and we. <laughs> No, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be real petty, but that a segue? That a No, so, but there has been guys it, it, who have been in relationships, and they want to—you know—they're in a relationship. They may not have their status on there, but you know they're in a relationship, and they want to be all in your inbox or something like that. So yes, you like the pictures of him with her, so you know, like I know, I see you. <laughs> I ain't Don't that try. Man. I'm, 
Never? It goes both ways, yeah. Trust me. I, I've seen it a lot. So have has has anyone ever been well, I'll ask the women. So since mm-hmm. you just talked about someone in a relationship, have any of y'all ever been a side woman? So it could be knowingly or let unknowingly. Me, yeah. Okay. So we don't sit up with what you guys set up for? So I'll go ahead <laughs> and be, I will go ahead and be no 100% real. I have, when I was in college, mm-hmm. I did not know in the beginning. I honestly did not know. He said he had a situation in Baltimore. We're in school in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay. That's like states away. Like, what does oh, that my, mean? My man, nice <laughs> with the words. That situation were real trick, real tricky. It was real tricky because then when school started, he was like, oh, I'm moving my girlfriend into X Hall. What? So she, your, I mean, your girlfriend, your situation in Baltimore goes to school where we go. Like, this is not a situation. This is a whole girlfriend. He lives in Baltimore. She was from Baltimore, but I didn't know that. Well, he made it seem like he was going to break up with her, which didn't happen. And then she came to the school and I'm like, oh, but by then we had already had a few weeks of talking. I was like, okay. He kept saying he was going to end it. And I fell for it. The whole, I'm going to end it thing and it never happened. And so eventually I called it off, but yes, I have been the side. And then I guess you called the side. And then a few years ago when I was living up here, she was back here in, in Maryland and I got her number and I met her at Friday's by Rundle Mills. And I was like, I just have to apologize to you. Cause yes, back in 2004, I used to talk to your man. Like, I just felt it still oh, was shit. Yeah. You went oh, back. Oh, that was real hard. Oh, shit. I live up here. She, she lives up here. We are, I, went to, I went to a she small She probably school. don't even talk to him anymore and forgot. So. She doesn't. She doesn't. But for me, I felt like I hey, need to apologize to another woman for being that. Hey, yeah. And I hey, did. Barbara. And then she came to my birthday party. Like, we still friends on social media. Oh. She'll like this. She'll like like. It's cool, like we're grown women about it, but I had to, I had to let it be known, like I had to get it off my chest. So she hit it with the "Hey Barbara" with the shirt. <laughs> right. Can I ask a question though? I want to ask a question. It's my shift topics. Uh, uh, Wes, he hasn't talked a lot. I know you said you were really heavily into church. Like, how does that impact your dating life? Because, because obviously it's a huge one piece of criteria that has to be there, and then it's it's a lot different. I was going to touch on that too, uh, too John. Yeah, I, I was, he was- We was going to touch on that too, but go ahead. Yeah, I want to hear it. I want to hear what you have to say about that. Yeah. So for me, it actually helps because me knowing like my faith, knowing, me knowing that I'm a Christian, I'm able to really um, kind of like vet women that I know aren't going to be conducive to my walk. So for example, like, and social media is like very great at this. Like if I'm on your social media, and no offense to the ladies that do this, but I see you in like booty shorts, leggings, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like I know, okay, like first and foremost, this isn't a person that, you know, um, dresses moderately. Like this isn't a person who, um, you know, may have like a spiritual walk with God. So I do feel like, you know, that will come with a conviction. So I feel like it really helps keep me grounded. Like I'm not all out here, you know, kissing up on everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, um, doing whatever I want to do because it's so, it's so, and just keeping it real, just keeping it honest, like it's so easy to catch like diseases and stuff out here, right? 
So, mm-hmm. like, I feel like it really helps me to, um, again, to stay grounded, just um, be more cautious with who I talk to, who I pursue, who I choose to uh, engage with. And as a result, it's less drama, it's less toxicity. And because I haven't always been this way, like, like I recently got serious about my walk of Christ maybe about 10 years ago. And before that, like, I was in the world, like, I would date whoever, like, I would talk to whoever. And it was just drama and headaches and confusion, like, left and right. But again, like, now with, you know, my newfound walk in Christ, I'm able to, like, um, you know, better vet the woman that I choose to talk to. So it's a, it's a lot less drama. Interesting. I'm saying, because um, my final question would be but with that as far as, like, bringing um, spirituality and Christianity into um, dating. Um, I know, like, the standard is a Proverbs 31 woman Ephesians 5 man. Like, how, like, how does that play a part in, like, how you be now? I'm going to hear the question. Can you repeat that? I'm going to say, so I know, like, um, part of, like, the spirit, like, part of, uh, as a spiritual walk, spirituality, and, like, Christianity, like, the standard is, like, a Proverbs 31 woman and an Ephesians 5 man. And I was like, how does that play a part in, like, the search for what you're looking for in dating? It, it just helps me to better, like, it helps you to know what you're looking for. Because with for God, like, number one, it helps you to know your identity. It helps you to know who you are. So it helps you to know what you should settle for and what you should not settle for. Um, that's number one. Number two... Um, like the Bible is crystal clear. Like how you mentioned, like with a, a Proverbs 31 woman or it'd be like an Ephesians man, it's crystal clear what the what the what the goal is. Like like what the like how you should think how you should seek to like emulate your life or like to yeah. to like lifestyle. Like it's it's crystal clear regardless of like how you should how you should live. So for me, again, this goes back to like making things a lot more easier when it comes to you. You know, pursuing the opposite. So, okay. so, I got a question for you, Wes. So, like, what do you say to, like, for example, you know, if for everybody listening, like, church is grounded in traditionalism in terms of what the man's role is, what the woman's role is. And in this world, it's very opposite. Like, what we see now, the optics of what we see a woman or a man is, is very opposite. So, like, how do you kind of navigate all of that? Like, I don't even have a specific question, but, like, it's just so polar opposite, like what a woman's role is, what a man's role is, and kind of what God's, you know. Like it, it comes down to you just number one, just being rooted in God's word, like meditating on his word both day and night, um, and not caring about what the world has to say, because the word has one definition, but the kingdom has a totally different definition. You know what I mean? Like the world may say, um, Oh, I, I, uh, um, you know, step on other people to to get to where you need to be. But the Bible says, you know, humble yourself. You know what I mean? Like, like the word may say, exalt yourself. Like the Bible says, like he who is last will be first. So, like the kingdom has totally opposite laws when it comes to the world. So, so like it's it comes down to knowing what the word of God is and choosing to walk in that light, um, as opposed to um, you know. Uh, following the world standards because they contradict each other at the end of the day. Interesting. I have a lot to say, but I don't want to turn into a religious conversation. 
Because I was about to say, I was, I was going to cut you <laughs> off. I'm about to say, I'm about to say, John, you had a three-question minimum, yo. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, know. I mean, if we can have him on the podcast if he yeah, would like to. We can get into the religion. <laughs> but we don't want to take over there, so. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to. Take <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once so, I get in the mind, we'll play podcast. We'll have a very long conversation about religion. Save that for the next episode. I got you. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> next that's episode. That's going to need a part two today. That's going to need a part two today. Yes. Um. So. That, oh, go ahead, Tara. No, go ahead. No, because I was going to say that was some of the things that we were going to talk about. Um, when you're dating, you're a believer, a Christian millennial, and you're trying to be out here dating, what are ways to set up those boundaries, especially when it comes to sex, when it comes to physical anything? That was something that we were going to talk about, but I know that that could be a very long conversation. And I know Mel's been checking his watch. I don't know what our time is looking like. <laughs> oh, no, I was, I was texting. No, I'm good. Oh, you was texting. I'm just I ain't got the time. I'm keeping my mouth. I mean, I'm keeping my mouth. Here we go. No, no one has nowhere to go, literally. I mean, if you want it, we can keep it going, because that is something that I wanted to talk about. No, and Wesley, one. I know we, we did originally talk about this um, when we all met about a month ago. So, and I haven't even gotten through the list of questions yet, by the way. Yeah, this is oh, a long conversation. Wow, how many is it? <laughs> yeah, how many questions do you have? She got Wikipedia questions. Yeah. Can I turn this around and show you guys? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. So all of these here. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I can't see. I can't see. I mean, I'm on. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm going to. I think that's cool. You can just put, we can break this up in two episodes if you want. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um. So do you want to go with the question? Or do you want to keep on talking about this topic? It's up to you. Here. Well, since we're here. But I do need to ask some questions because I told people I would. So. Same, mail your finger all in my face. Oh, you just. Oh, you, you should probably just go ahead, go ahead and hit the questions real quick again. You hit the question. Yeah, go ahead. hit the question. Okay, so I'm going to just run through the list of questions. If you guys are like, skip that. We're not answering that for this podcast. That's fine. Um, the first one is, <laughs> the first one is, uh, like, what if you start talking to someone and you ended up talking to the ugly friend and you didn't know mm, that yeah, was the ugly? <laughs> oh, you man. can't go back because once you've committed to one, like now everyone else is off limits. Everyone in the so in the what is like, which is not fair. So not what fair. is what constitutes as dating? Not fair. So let's say you just only talk to that person. Hold on, hmm? credit, credit. He's talking about credit. Uh, yeah, what if it was like? <laughs> <laughs> what if it was Come like? Here. Okay, I talked to this person for two weeks. I don't really, or I only communicate with this person, but we're friends. Can that I not count. still? Okay, well, no. that doesn't count. I'll just let people know that, that, that doesn't count. count. No. That oh, I count. thought it counted. No, because we? here's the thing. You got to, so. It, what it, counts, it, I guess. Too, and some women do. But you got to constitute and define talking. Because if you say, oh, mm -hmm. I talked yeah. to them, and you only maybe met one time and maybe text a little bit, we didn't talk. We didn't date. Yeah, we did, we did not talk, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is, I've been in situations yeah, like that. When I've met I, I have a friend, 
that I didn't know they were friends. And then, you know, name comes up. Oh, hey, I met this guy. Oh, I used to date him. And so I was like, well, wait, 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 wait. Who is this person? And I'll tell the truth if I did or if I didn't. This happened to me two times. Oh, well, just a side note, since we met on the dating app, somebody did tell me they talked to you, but I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Since you happened to bring it up. Since you brought it up. But that's what I'm saying. So, especially even with the dating apps, like, it's going to be people that you'll run into. So it's kind of like, all right, well, did you really talk to them? Mm, Right. Not really. And then, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but yeah. What's the point of where you can say, hey, we made it to this level, so now you can't talk to anyone in my crew and I can't talk to anyone in your crew because we've passed that. Mm-hmm. That's How what we need say. to know because I've had so, that happen. And it's it's like, I think I think the baseline will probably be set because like, if, if you already had that like, physical interaction with that person, like that pretty much is like, oh, damn. Like, it, it pretty much excludes you from their circle of friends. But, and it also depends on like just how serious you take the friend, the, the new friend. How serious y'all were before. Like, cause if it was like a one night stand, that doesn't count either. Okay, let me give you an example too. And this is not my question by the way, but I used to talk to this guy in college and one of my friends I found out later was sleeping with him. How uh, was y'all talking? At the time or before? No, at the time, me and him were cool. Oh, yeah. But the at thing the is, time? him and I weren't sleeping together. So, uh, needless to say, I found out about it. Uh, they stopped talking, and then we all remained friends, right? Then he invited me to like his house for spring break, so I went over. I stupidly invited her. Found out that they slept together <laughs> in the house when I was there. while she was there. <laughs> it didn't go well. Like I, I'll say, I passed out on the episode, oh. and yeah. So he, so, he goes. He didn't, say, he didn't say nothing when you invited her, when you said you were going to invite a friend. He didn't ask who the friend was. He kind of was like, what are you doing? But I, honestly, I was young. I wasn't thinking. I was thinking I didn't want to spend the whole... He had to work. I didn't want to wow. be there during the day by okay. myself. Um, and then, and then on, on your side, did you know they? Did you know prior to that that they talked? I, okay, so I found out that they were talking, so I thought, and then... Her ex told me they were actually sleeping together. So yes, I knew they were they had slept together prior to inviting her to his house, but I still did. And so um, the wow. next morning when I found out that they slept together, because he had roommates, his roommates told me, I called him and I was like, look. Snitches. That ain't his man, Joe. God dang. I was asleep. I was asleep. They were waiting on me like this. Like, oh, like to get a, roommate, couldn't wait. Because one, well, one of them liked me, actually, so. Oh, see, there you go. There you go. All right, yeah, now we got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's called Dirty Mac. That's what it's called, Dirty Mac. Yes, Dirty Mac. 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 I made her come and him oh, and made them sit together on the couch. And first of all, we're not really dating because it's not, it's, it's a whole bunch of, a lot of stuff. But anyway, so um, I basically was just like, why her and not me? So, Wait, you, you really put them together and sat them down? Really? Oh, you, In his house. Oh, you're, you're a real one. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
And I, I told him, I was like, I know what time you get off of work. Do wow. not pass go. I'm oh, you crazy, you. crazy. Oh, no, I'm oh. not crazy. I'm oh, not wow, crazy. crazy. All right. no, I'm I not. learned a lot about oh, you guys. Yeah, I knew it was going to say, woo. No, but like, I, I feel like we had a level of friendship because we used to like hang out every day, all day. Like, I feel like you played me. So now we're going to have a conversation about it, but not only together, but in front of her too. So anyway, we had a conversation, oh, and I, I basically was just like, <laughs> why did you pick her over me? And he was just like, he wouldn't say it first, but I was like, you're going to give me an answer. So then he basically said, uh, he was quiet at first, but then he basically was like, she was giving it up and you wasn't. <laughs> And so I was like, cool, no, I, mean, I, I was going to ask that question. Honest. I was going to ask that question. I was going to ask, like, uh, were you like, on, like, the 90 day rule? Like, are we going to talk about that too? Like, the whole 90 day rule? I wasn't on no 90 day rule. I was on a. Oh, now we got the sound constraint now. I was just checking. She I wasn't looking at time. Listen, cause, cause, cause you know, when, like, when, when women add like, the 90 day rule, they don't want you to sleep with them. So if you sleep with somebody else or vice versa, now it's the issue. But it's like, if, if it was you, there wouldn't be an issue. So it's like a catch-22 thing right there. I don't Everyone's think I'm face right now. I don't think I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's face right That's now. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't see y'all faces. Oh. <laughs> Say it again. Can you, ask, can you repeat your questions in a different way? All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, when if you're dating somebody and the ninety day rule is a thing, or like, are you, are you, or or no, are you planning on holding out? Are you plan on holding out, and this goes to guys or girls, and you find out they were sleeping with somebody else. Like, is that like a violation of the of like the dating code or not? Yes. Absolutely. Ow. Just because I'm not having sex with you doesn't mean it's okay for you to go have sex with somebody else. Like, what in the world? Oh, yeah, they, uh, uh, are y'all dating exclusively? Why not? <laughs> Wait, man, what did you guys say? Gonna... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I was going to read for something. I was like, whoa, what? No. no I, I, are y'all dating? You going you to tell him you're not going to give it up, but you want him to, like, not give it up? Get it from? Damn, that, really? That's a that's, that's, that's crazy privilege right there. Are y'all together? Yeah, I guess. Okay, we may not have to have like complete boyfriend girlfriend titles, okay. but if we're really trying to just talk right now and try to fill it out like it's gonna be me and him, if I'm putting all my energy into him, then he doesn't need to be sleeping with nobody else. Then why aren't y'all together? So, 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 so that's exclusive dating. So yeah, that's, that's, that's no, that's together. Yeah, oh, that's that's like you saying, I'm right. not ready to be a girlfriend yet, but you better not be talking to nobody else and sleep with nobody else. Right. That's that's, that's kind of crazy. That's a, that sounds like a, a situation shit with constraints. Yeah, I guess you can call it that. But I don't, I just, uh, you, if you're going to you do that's it. Fair. You don't see nothing if, wrong with that, right? If you're going to do it, don't let me find out. That's oh, it. Nice. Like, okay. 
I okay. don't want you to be 100% honest. I don't want you to I don't want you to lie. I don't want you to I had a question. So am I supposed to sleep with you so you don't sleep with other people like Exactly. Like that's what I'm saying. No. 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 We're not That's what it sounds like though. You're saying like, oh, we're saying if you if we going to be together, we're going to be together. If we not if we not together, you can't. What 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 where's the line? Because if we're friends, exclusively dating. Exclusively dating is the line. And if I can recall, like early in the podcast, you just said, "If if I just know you for a few weeks, I owe you nothing." He pulled out. I would not be a problem here. I did say that. Yeah. You're bringing them quotes right. back. He got the receipt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yo. I'm about to say. Listen, five minutes ago. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what is, what does that get applied at? Like, what is what is that no longer like? When does that discount expire? See, I think this. I think this goes into the 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 mind of a woman versus the mind versus the man. Mind of a mm-hmm. man, because no, in is, this in this case, the logical thing is like uh, you're not my girl, so why does it matter? In your mind, you like if you're trying to talk to me, exactly. Why why am I not the only one? So I think it's just a kind of disconnect that, somewhere. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, y'all got to hear. Yeah, yeah. If you're trying to talk Huh? Exclusively dating, like like if if it's if like if exclusivity is not specified or like probably defined, what 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 do you owe each other? Exclusive dating together, girlfriend, boyfriend, the same thing. I was gonna say like to the point of, <laughs> I know in the Christian world, like. Um, oh Lord, John John John, John Charles draws back in. I think you've been. No, I'm not, I'm not. But absence. <laughs> It's real, yeah. It's a real thing. So I can understand where yeah. that's absent. It's like, look, this is who I am. And if it's a man that you're talking to, you like, I'm absent. You know, I would want you to be absent. Well, all right, so that's a different, I think that's a different scenario than we thought. <laughs> Let's <laughs> know what I, um, I, think I think it's the same thing because just saying, because no, I don't tell I'm, you that doesn't mean that I'm not doing that. And I don't expect you to kind of, at least slow your roll and not just be out here. You talking to me and then you over there sleep with somebody else at the same time. I don't think I have to come out and say, yes, I'm an absent. I'm absent right now. And sex is practicing celibacy. In my mind, you do. If you want me, if you want, if you want me to live an absent life with you, and um, and how would I know? Like you want, you want me to get go into your mind and guess that you're absent. But you know how she is. I mean, if you know who that woman is, if she's unleashed, yo, John, John, let's be real, yo. You can think you know, women, saying, but they I'm back and they behind I'm the doors, busting it down, yo. I don't know that. Really? I'm, I'm, I'm like, yo, my it's bad. I will say, women are more sneaky, divisive, and yeah, exactly. Yes. I would simply say that I think, again, that's why it comes down to why communication is so important, because I think two people need to identify that they're equally. I mean, if you're not equally yoked with the man that you're, you know, uh, dating, then, yeah, like, he's going to do things like sleep around. You can't you can't get mad at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I can't. I will get mad at that, but I probably just shouldn't be talking to you. I personally don't like the stigma of the man sleeping around when women do the same thing. They get away scotch free like a band in the night. I don't like that. Yeah. And what I would say for, um, I guess, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say it. Go ahead. Well, no, um, go ahead, John. I have another question. I have another question that goes along the same lines. 
Um, okay. So, someone asks, like, should you ask the person about their numbers? Like, how many people no. they slept with? No. Okay. No, Absolutely no. not. Here's the next question. Like, what is what what number is acceptable? Is it can can a girl be with zero guys and that's acceptable? Can it be ten? Like, what's the a good number for you? I don't want a girl. I personally don't want a girl with zero guys. Huh? Really? And who said that? <laughs> I would never. Yeah, no. So, so, and and, and listen here, like, so, so, as, as if you if you're a man that's been with more than one woman, you you have a certain expectation or standard when it comes to that horizontal tango. And if you <laughs> deal with that woman, <laughs> and, and, and if you deal with a woman that has no body, so now like right now you have you have a clean slate, but you have a certain expect, uh, expectation. And it's uh, like, yo, uh, so what, is that say, intimidating you to you? I I can say that you know I don't agree with that. Is that like, intimidating? If I were a single you? man, I wouldn't agree with that, and I don't care about what? that. You don't care about what the numbers? Nah, I, I, I don't. I personally don't. I, I don't ask. Me either. I would. No, I, I don't. I don't like. That's not something I, 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 I want to know. Ask, yeah. I don't want to know. I don't, 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 don't want to know. So I don't think I don't, it brings I don't value. Care about the numbers. It, it, I was about yeah, to say it brings it nothing. Doesn't. It brings nothing to the table for me. But, mm-hmm. but having so having zero bodies is like buying a car with no credit. Oh my god! What? <laughs> she said buying a car with no credit. Okay. Hey, uh, so, uh, if, if, if you had no, if you had no credit history, what is, like, what is, like, what do you bring to the table? Like, like, what, like, like, how, like, what is, like, what is your, like, how do I know? Like, you don't know. And then from that point on, like, I, I'm not with to, that. To me, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, 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 if you're that person, mm-hmm. wouldn't you want them to? Wouldn't you want to like have be able to teach that person or have you know room to grow? Versus, I would. There's always room to grow, because they don't know you. And you don't know them. All right. I mean, I don't know about the other fellas on here, but I Wesley, don't. Yeah, that. it looked like you were about to say something, Wes. Were you? I was. I was just going to say that. Um, me personally, I wouldn't ask a woman how many bodies that she has, because I feel like that wouldn't do nothing but maybe taint the image of her in my mind. But mm-hmm. I think the more important question I would need to know is have you been to the um to the doctor lately and what is your health record? Like that's where I want to know that to me that's important. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I agree with that. While Wes was talking I had a question like do you see it as when you're dating in the Christian circuit? Um women have they want you know their boaz so to speak mm-hmm. look past a lot of the Christian men, because they don't, they lack the uh, aesthetic or the proudness of like a, a man that's not in church. Because they look at you, can they can look at you as almost not, or being weak or less than. Yeah. It happens a lot in the Christian world, whereas women, like he's not masculine because, you know, because being in love with Christ is to be vulnerable. And, and I find that sexy, so. A lot of, everybody doesn't. <laughs> A lot of women don't. That's just not the type of... To be vulnerable is sexy. Yeah, naturally. But I get what you're saying. People don't associate that with masculinity. So I just don't know what... Be a word. So what was the question? I I missed it. Yeah, I didn't get it. I would say, um, in dating in the church, right, in a Christian sense, 
women look at men a lot different. They'll say they want that, you know, man of God, but yet they're looking to the man that's not. Because right. it's certain things that a woman is attracted to that really a man that's more connected with God may have kind of shed. So he can be closer to God. A lot of that involves the masculinity that is quote unquote stereotypical. Yeah. I mean, to me personally, I feel like being vulnerable is very masculine because there isn't too many men who will be vulnerable or open or transparent with uh, the, the opposite sex. So to me, I feel like it requires more it requires more of God, it requires less ego and less of yourself to be vulnerable with somebody. So I feel like to me, that's more, that should be more of a something that's positive than something that should have a negative connotation attached to it. But at the end of the day, that's why I say, again, it just comes down to just being equally yoked because women will say with their mouths that they want a man of God. I, I see it all the time. Like women will say all the time that they want a man of God. Women will say all the time that they want uh, a man who follows the Lord, who fears the Lord, but they're not ready for that lifestyle because with that comes uh, boundaries, it comes discipline, it comes self-control. And some people just want to live life they want the way they want to live it. You know what I mean? So right. I just think, again, it comes down to, again, just having that clear communication. And it's so hard nowadays because everybody wears masks. Like, everybody lies. Everybody doesn't want to be um, be hurt. So everybody... Um, you know, they they just they just fear they just fear being let down. So some people just don't want to, I guess, let somebody on the inside and let them know who they are. But it really is really really important, you know, just knowing who you're dating and being equally yoked. And equally yoked does mean more than just spiritually. Just so everybody is clear. Oh, for sure. Right. Because right. I think people always, when they read the Bible, they just think that it means like you have to be with a believer. And if you're two believers, you're going to be okay. Like that's not, that's not true. That's not, yeah. you know, that's not everything. So um, I know that we are having a really good conversation. And I know Ebony probably has another 25 questions on her laptop oh, based off of what she showed us. But I, I don't know if we need to go ahead and in this episode and start a new one do a part two i don't know it sounds continue. like we might need a part two because i don't know how long we've been on here but hour and 40 minutes really oh wow well, i didn't realize it's been that long i mean Maybe. I was that's two episodes that, means, that, that is two episodes already wow but y'all got roll over minutes <laughs> I got like 10 questions. I wish I was in the studio with you right now because we'd be cutting up. For real. He was crazy. I yeah. had like 10 to 15 questions, seriously. Let's do two more and let's, we can go to that. Let's do two yeah. more. Hey, Give us be a part the two, two best questions. Me. The two yeah. best ones you got. Yeah. No pressure, though. Oh my God. Oh, so much don't pressure. pick the wrong one, Emmy. <laughs> Maybe all the smoke. Oh, she's stressed over there. You see. And by the way, I'm about to say. for the next yeah. session, everybody, just make sure you um get dolled up like Ebony and Sierra. Like they didn't even tell us to get dressed. Yeah. We just showed up scruffed up. I might have combed my yeah. beard. I just I, 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 I <laughs> combed my hair, you know, I put my earrings on. I've been sitting in the house doing nothing, so I was like, I might as well. Yeah, I had one. I see it. Cool. <laughs> Y'all lucky I had a shirt on. Yeah, I had to put a shirt on. <laughs> 
<laughs> Can I ask three? All right, yes. Let's get it. That's fine. Okay, so this is all the same question, by the way. That's three questions. No, they it's in a sense they asked it all together. Um, what was the reason that your last relationship did not work out? What was the part in it not working out? And how did you think you could have improved it? Improved? That's one question. That's three questions. That that's was one, one question. question. That's a three-part question. That's a three question. So let's ECR. So let's that's a three question. We'll have one say person that answer that one. No, no, no. Walking started going. Who? Morgan, you start. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I, I, I ain't got. I, I ain't got this one. Where you know? <laughs> <laughs> John, 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 John tried to throw me the bus to this drive. I think you did there, yo. Oh no, uh, driveway, right? Driveway. Right. Yeah, driveway, man. Right. <laughs> I can, I can skip this one and yeah. save something it for later. Else. Okay. Yeah, I can save this later. They're not ready to be to to say that one. Y'all said pick a good one. I thought I was doing something. Okay. Oh, um, I didn't know. Um, oh man, John, John, John. Whew. I think I asked this one already. Let's see. <laughs> hey, wifey. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> what are your? Uh, give us some of your turn ons and turn offs. That's a, that's, that's a big open question. Do you yeah, want me to skip that one too? No, no, they can answer this one. It's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Let's go Gordon. to Gordon. Uh, Gordon. 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 So what turns you on about a woman and what turns you off? Basically. Thank oh, you. There we go. Um, so straight forward, um, before really getting to know her, are we talking physically? Physical? Oh, it, does, it doesn't matter. Open. All right, so cool. So when I first meet a woman, um, it, this comes with attraction. So the first thing, like how my man was like, we'd look at, you know, face and body. So I look at teeth and feet. If your if your feet are out, and oh, that, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, out there for you, bro. I'm just letting you know. You say yeah. what? There's what? Fans out there. <laughs> oh no, I'm just saying. No, there's no weird foot fetish situation going on. I just feel like um, a nice smile and teeth is is definitely attractive because um, I take care of my teeth and I feel like hygiene is. is and I think if a woman takes care of her feet and probably nails, um, she likes to look presentable and she takes care of almost everything, everything. else. Exactly. I heard that um, before. So sure. that's one to turn on right there physically. Um, another one, um, a hard work ethic, um, not more so of like, um, like being, I would say like, you don't have to be the breadwinner. I don't care what you do. As long as you're, you're doing something that you enjoy and, and you like, and you have a ambitious or Hard working mentality, per se. Um, you know, I know, you know, as as the man, yes, you are to you know lead and to be the home leader and, and the head of the household, just like what Sierra was saying. But at the end of the day, this woman was on her own before I even came in. So if she can show, like, hey, look, like 
I pay my own bills, I do this, I do that. Yes, as an adult, that's what you're supposed to do, but there's a lot of things that, you know, a good woman can bring in. Um, so that's definitely a turn on there. And um, that's, uh, I mean, more so, I mean, it's, it's things is case by case basis. Um, every woman is different. Every woman can do different things. So I wouldn't really say, uh, just kind of like deal breakers, you wouldn't really have the same deal breaker with everyone because really? some, yeah, some things can, everyone's different yeah, I can see that. and some things can be fixed. So, but are they really deal breakers then if they can be manipulated depending on the person, like my yeah. deal breaker, I don't care who you are. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That that one, that's that a deal breaker. Yeah. That's very serious. Cause that's a deal breaker. Everything yeah. else doesn't, if it's not a they do this and it's an absolute no, then I wouldn't even classify it as a deal breaker. Yeah. To me. Because it ain't breaking nothing if you're yeah. able to bend with it. But sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. No, you're good. I mean, that's pretty much it for me. I, I'm I'm easy to, to, to please. I don't need too much. Most guys are. Yeah. So you say. Yeah. No, yeah. seriously. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> Most guys are. I really don't need that much. As long as you're just responsible and you manage your money good, or is it something that, I mean, that's something that we can all help with. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's the biggest thing, man. Just responsibility, trustworthiness, and you take care of yourself. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't need a lot. So, so someone, somebody was saying that most men are the same way. Like, and then why is so many women single? If that's is that you or is that somebody? Somebody. Somebody. It's somebody. That's not her. <laughs> I got your back, Ebony. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Somebody. I got you it's in the next episode. Thanks, team. That, that sounds pretty synonymous right there. <laughs> what do you mean the same way? Like men are... Probably, probably like they're easy to please. Like they're, mm-hmm. not, they're not hard to please. Like uh, we, like as men... I, I think we, that's we, true. We don't have a lot of standards. Yeah, I, I think that's true. I just think that I think I think I think it's true, like because we are pretty much easy to please, but I think it gets a little confused because each guy has a little bit different right yeah. different things that they look for. But even though even though they're different, it's still not a lot for it's the not. most part. I'm not gonna say I can't speak for all men, but I'm gonna say most men are probably pretty easy, like. I mean, say keep your head done, keep your nails done, be presentable, yeah. be a little, be, be like, don't, 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 uh, just have a good job, decent job at least, and right be a little bit ag- uh, ambitious, you know, don't be complacent where you at. No, no, so is 70, 78% is looks because somebody it sounds like it. It is 70, 80? It sounds mm-hmm. like it. Somebody I, think, I I wouldn't say 70, 80. Nah. I would say I would say about 50 though. 50 on looks? Yeah, yeah I think it's one of 50. 50 on look. The rest is on vibe. Vibe is like number one. Dad, thank is you. it really? Vibe, yeah. vibe is yeah. number one. Vibe. Cause you could be yeah. fine. You could be the finest thing walking and you could have a personality. I'm good. I'm saying so so you could be fine as shit with other personality. Yeah, and, you, and you can't even hold a conversation because that's happened before. Like you go up to somebody and you talk to them and they like. Damn, what the? Why did I just waste five minutes of my time trying to talk to her? Yeah, you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> like the man. trophies. The trophies ain't what you think, cause they ain't. Mm-mm. Like you look, say, they look good, bro. Hotel, but damn, nah, nah. I'm gonna say hotel ball says, and my third eye ain't open. 
I think men, like Melvin was saying, like one thing we all look for is a vibe. Like if we can, if you're our best friend, yo, everything else we can. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> This is not on my list, but this is for me. Most guys that I found, they don't really want to be friends first. They're like, I already got friends. I don't need any more. I want a girlfriend. So, friendship, but, but friendship is the foundation of any relationship. Love is yeah. waning. Love comes in. I don't, yeah. love I don't know. I don't know which guys you're talking about. But. Yeah. Like is what's important. Because I, I want to be able to be, I want to be able to go to a bar, have a conversation with you, drink, and 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 have fun like that. Like that's friendship. That ain't got nothing to do with romance. Right. At, sometimes you know what I'm saying that's just something exactly. that we do. Sometimes like that exactly. has no sexual connotation to it, but we we vibe as John said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a vibe. Mm. I want to great jokes like the man stuff like that. Like all they want is just the draws, and if you don't have that foundation of friendship, like my man said, then Sooner or later, like the physical infatuation is going to go away, and you're going to yeah. realize like yeah. people can't even stand each other. Yeah. Y'all can't even have a conversation. Exactly. Yeah. Over time, that should that should fade yeah. out. Time yeah. is on the time is undefeated, bro. Like I mean, <laughs> say that again. Like get a little like wrinkle, and saying to get a. All right, I'm sorry, but uh, I'm about to go in. One thing I would say is like being married, like pop pop now. Always love that person, but I'm telling you. You don't like that person a lot. Like I meant this. I want to switch my statement here. Love is consistent, but like, like you don't like them all the time. No. I talked about. I talked to this uh, Sierra about this. Yeah, person has to be likable. Like I yeah. have to like you. Forget, yeah, you gotta yeah. like them. Because if you don't, it's but also you just want somebody you can kick it with. Like at the end of the day, you know how it was a group of friends and the girl that was like the tomboyish, like the girl that always got the shit from all the other girls because she was around all the guys. It wasn't because she was so sexually attractive. It was just because she, she was, was cool. cool. Mm-hmm. And she was just chilling. She was kicking it. It wasn't no judgment. It was just chill. And I think that's really what men be looking for. Like, it's really simple. Like, your laundry list, like, your career and all that. We just talked about it in our podcast. Your career and all of that. That's cool. But that's not what I'm looking for. I want to be... It's part of it. It's part of it. It's, I about to say, but I think it's... Out of the pies, it's 50%. All right, I wouldn't say fit, but you said like it ain't nothing. It's like zero percent. Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm coming into this with a, a assumption of a standard here. I guess. Okay, my bad. But yeah, like, yeah, it's it's really about the vibe, how you make us feel. If we can trade jokes, stuff like that. Okay. Also, with me, I guess I can slide into me. Like mine was is eyes and like sensuality, not necessarily sexuality, but the sensuality. Like a sensual woman, it'll get me there. Like that's that's always been my thing. That's my wife, obviously. But mm-hmm. like a sensual woman, like you can see that from afar. A woman that's very sensual, very. It has nothing to do with sexuality. Mm-hmm. It has everything yeah, to do yeah. with connection and just like you can see a woman that's like really in tune, and also and that's like a different type of confidence because it's not very brazen. It's not very in your face. It's kind of like a. A confidence that, like you, you know, is there, but like nobody's talking about it. That's always mm-hmm. like, and then also, I personally do. I don't. I like. Uh, I like to banter. So I actually, I don't. I, I like women that are a little bit more. I guess I would say aggressive. Like I don't like somebody that's real passive and just like not talking. Like I get mm-hmm. screamed on a lot, but like it doesn't bother me as much as I probably 
it bothers me because I'm not really good at winning, but I, I want to know you're a person. I want to know you got some vigor in you, like you care. Yeah. yeah. For me, confidence is definitely like the best, I think, outfit that a woman can wear. Like if you're confident, then, and if you um, accompany that with a great smile, it's like, it doesn't get no better than that for me. I think that's number one. Number two, I think a woman who is whole, man, that's like a that's like a game changer. I mean, a woman who like still isn't trying to like get over her ex, a woman who isn't trying to like figure out who she is and you know her identity, but a woman who knows who she is, a woman who knows why she was put, was put here on this earth, like what she was put here to do. I feel like if a woman was whole and she's confident, like to me, that's just yeah, that's next level. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Well said. I was about to say, speaking of that whole point, I, I I think that's the thing people always look for. I don't think really nobody's here in this earth to complete. You. I don't think it's attainable. Yeah. Yeah. You should. I think that people should stop saying that. Yeah. Nobody completes you. It's I you think you're always right, so. growing and learning, so I don't think you ever reach your full right. potential or your full wholeness. Right. So, that's me personally. You can't do it in a human mortal form. You have to be spirit. Mm. Okay, 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 Claire, John. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying. It's, it's a spiritual time. <laughs> but I get what he's saying. Like, you don't want somebody who's still trying to search for themselves. You can't be with no, somebody like that. That's, that's an eternal search. Like, you'll never find yourself. That's a lie if you think you find yourself. Not that you... Okay, like, you're not going to know everything about yourself. But if you don't know... How to make yourself happy? How can someone else make you happy? You gotta be. But the thing is, what makes me happy right now? I guarantee you, in a year, it's gonna be something different. But do you know that the thing I know that for a fact, something that made me happy yesterday is. And that right there is why relationships are so hard. No, no relation because because people are constantly changing, but you gotta change with each other. So that's yeah, but I mean, that, that, that's why would. when you when yeah. you're in a relationship, that's she not what the one it is. you. You understand when you're in a relationship, you understand that things happen and things can change. But you know that you can talk to that person, or you can grow with that person, or you can like we can walk, we can work through this together. That's the mm-hmm. that's the point of relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. your needs are one. So evolve with each other. The roles may even. Oh, good. Now I'm saying the roles may even flip. Like whereas though one person was like. You woke up one morning and said, I don't feel like working no more. Like, I don't feel like doing this. Like, whoa, everything whoa, whoa. can change. And it's a little bit steep. Right. I'm just saying, but like, it can be that drastic, though. Yeah. Where's the, are you still, are you with that person because of what they could do for you? Or are you with that person because you just love them and you just want, to, want them in your life? True that. Yeah. That's why I think friendship is important. But um, so another question, I guess, on the same lines is, um, what are some areas of personal growth that you can identify with? Hmm. Want to skip this question? What are some uh, areas of personal growth that you can identify with? Go ahead, man. No, nah, mine's with communication. I think I spoke on it a little bit earlier. I think learning, learning to, because me, I'm not a person to, I'm, I internalize a lot of stuff. So if I know something's wrong with me, I try to figure out what's wrong with me and try to fix it on my own. So 
being in a relationship, I need to learn, and I'm learning how to. Now I can say what's wrong with me, and we can work it out together, as opposed to me trying to figure it out myself all the time. So that's like some personal growth that I I know myself. I'm flawed, and I'm working on. Next, <laughs> anybody else? Um, Nobody else. Well, I, I was I would say like before I say this, it's a book I would encourage a lot of people to read. It's called No More Mr. Nice Guy. I've been trying to like, tell people to read this book. I Who's mean, it by? Um, let me see. I don't have. I don't know. Give me a second. I don't remember. <laughs> I got it. It's in my other room. My bad. I don't have it with me. But it's called No More Mr. Nice Guy. But um, one thing I was going to say is one thing I always I've been working on. Communication is always going to be at the top because um, communication is always something I struggle with. But also not being a nice guy is huge because of, with nice people being nice, you have a lot of covert covert contracts with people. And what covert contracts are are basically expectations of people and things, but you're not really expressing yourself, right? So um, it's really just understanding as a man is really being tapped into your partner. Um, mm-hmm. As far as a person, de- like person development is really just getting to know yourself. So, but like the biggest thing is not going into things with assumptions. I think we go into things with some of the assumptions. Like that's a huge growth area of like person development. Don't assume people are going to do this. Don't assume this or that person. Just really mm-hmm. go into it with a blank slate and also be willing to let them be wrong or you be right, whatever comes out, it comes out. Not always going to it not with the outcome in mind, like just be free. Mm-hmm. That book was by um, Robert A. Glover. It's a okay. really dope book, really dope book. Thank you, Ebony. Thank you. <laughs> no one else? If not, I can move to the next question. Oh, easy. Okay. All right. Can I'll try to pick some it? good ones. Is this the um, last one? This is the last one. <laughs> that was more than three, but I ain't going to say nothing. No, it oh, was not. Yeah, it was not. I was counting. It was not. It was not. No, good. We had a cool two hours. Oh, I don't, I don't know what that. I don't know what to ask. Uh, ask it. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's get real. Go ahead. Ask it. <laughs> No, I'm just trying to pick a good one. But that's uh, some crazy. <laughs> that's how dudes be trying to uh, hopscotch and uh, talking to y'all, too. See? <laughs> I was trying to get a, a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody might be young. Is it a glass of wine, too? What now? Thank you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, you ain't re-up? I ain't seen you re-up at all. It's right next to it. You wouldn't be able to see. Oh, okay. Even if I did. Yeah. Get, out, get out our business, yo. Get off I don't know where I put the question, but the one I was going to ask last is, what does um, success in a relationship looks like to you? I don't know where it went. Ooh. Michelle and, B- and Obama? Oh, yeah, Michelle and Obama. <laughs> I didn't say a person. That's goals, though. But they okay, are, goals. they are, yeah. That's goals. I'm like, I don't really know their relationship. Right. You don't. You know what they put out there. I know what they put out there, and that's all I need to know. Right. 
Nah, it's not just to make money. That's deeper than money. I mean, that's, that's way deeper than money. Like, the, to the point where Jay-Z even mentioned that he has the answer to his kids eventually to why he did what he did. And Maybe it's a, therapeutic for them. I mean, yeah, it's therapeutic, yeah. It's not, yeah. it's not for money. I don't think it's for money. I really think... I really that's, think that's, that's not for money. I feel like part of it was for money. The way that they made it the way they publicized I mean, it and to drop it the way they dropped it like that was to make sure that they got they got the money for it if they wanted to just be therapeutic therapeutic they would have just let it out on the low it was I a big deal they could drop an album full of full of ad and then shit would sell so i don't know yeah they, they could drop an album for ad and just them saying random stuff and it would sell well What's it about success? I was about to say success in relationship. I think that's like a hard question to ask because what is success like? What, what a successful what? Like what is success? The guy, the guidelines of successfulness in relationship. That means I got a second, uh, a second, third question, right? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ebony, I like, I like the way you work, yo. You're technician. You're a technician with these questions. <laughs> I'm about I'm about like 15 questions. Yeah, question number nine now. <laughs> I am not. But like, um, if you're in a relationship, like, what would you feel to you would mean that your relationship was successful? Actually, so, it just I, varies? I mean, I feel like yeah. me personally, it's going to be subjective to, like, everybody, right? So for me, I feel like happiness defines success. Like, number yeah. one, like... That's a question on here, by the way, and it says, what's your idea of happiness? Like, what, what's your idea? That's a two-part question. I can cross my question up with. Yeah, go ahead, Wesley. So is your happy and your success? That was number one. I think number two would be, are we making other people, like, better from our relationship? You know what I mean? Like, is other people's lives impacted from us being together? Essentially, it's almost like ministry in a way. Because, you know, me being a believer in Christ, like, I, I look at marriage as ministry. So to me, it's like, how does the, how does our union, how does the two of us coming together make other people's lives better? Like, how do we impact our lives? I think that's number two to me. And, you know, number three, regardless of what defines success, it's just, um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll go to two points right now. It's points one and two. I have, I have a what to uh, 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 well, You never said what made you happy. Oh, what made me happy? Okay. So, so like what's your idea of happiness? So in a relationship, I think it goes back to what we were saying earlier in regards to like having like a, a friendship, like having somebody that doesn't judge you, somebody who doesn't you know condemn you for like your shortcomings or your wrong, but somebody who accepts you for who you are. And everything that you bring to the table like um so for example like 
some guy to make like playing video games, like 2K or Madden. And you may be dating somebody who may like, you know, get on you or chastise you every time you jump on a video game. Like eventually that's going to make the a guy feel like, okay, like you're not accepting me for, you know, who I am, you know, in my hobbies and whatnot. So I feel like if a person is accepting you for who you are and you two have a solid friendship with one another, to me, like that's happiness. So this is um, someone can um, else answer as well, but this is my last question based on what you said. How long do you think it takes to get to that happiness in relationships? Like, you know, you said what? How long do you think it takes to get to that point in a relationship? So I've been dating this person for three months. I've been dating this person for six months. I've been dating this person for a year. How long do you expect? If happiness is not there in the honeymoon phase, there won't be happiness. I I think I don't think I don't think there is a time. No, I don't. I think I think every every relationship is going to be different. I think like um, I know somebody who knew know has known somebody for like five months and they proposed right away. So it's like I don't know. It, it just it's up to you and your relationship. You can't you can't put a time limit on happiness and love, in my opinion. I agree with that. I agree. But like, to the point, there's not like a one size fits all. Like, I feel like right. everybody has their own journey. Everybody has like their own like story to write. So at the end of the day, somebody may have found happiness in, I don't know, like three months. Like you can't expect that you're going to find happiness in three months. And if you don't find happiness in three months, you can't be looking at your relationship like it's, you know, like it's, like it's trash. Like everybody has their own story to write. So, I feel like measurables in love and relationships are probably the worst thing for loves and re- love and relationship. They're measurables. There are no measurables. You're right. There's I no just way. have a really... Oh. I had one more question based on what you guys said. <laughs> <laughs> this is my last question. I probably, before you ask that question. Before you ask that question. The last, last, last question. No, I just have a quick question. Uh-huh. For all the men, are your parents together? Like, do you have, who do you look for when you're thinking about relationships? Like, who was your model? So my, my parents are biological parents. Whoever you consider a parent. Whoever you look up to. Yeah. Yeah. My parents still married. Um, I have an older sister. Actually, we're seven years apart. She was married for four years and got divorced. So I've seen both sides of the spectrum. Um, And like I told you, my three closest homies, two of them are married. And uh, one is about to get engaged. So uh, I will say that I kind of surround myself with folks who are in relationships and I'm not in one. So it's, it, it kind of looks weird, but I'd rather kind of gauge and look at these folks and try to learn from there. Does it make you feel like you need to hurry up and get in a relationship and get married because everyone around you is already at that point? Oh, the pressure? Nah, nope. I've never, I've never nope. felt pressure. You don't feel that pressure? Nah, nah, I never felt okay. pressure. I mean, I wanted for myself. It didn't really hit me to probably, not hitting me as far as pressure, but it didn't hit me to where I wanted to really like settle down and be with someone to maybe like 28, 28, 29. And I just turned 30 in January. So, okay, yeah. Okay. Pressure does two, th- pressure does two things. Either burst pipes or make uh, di- coals in the diamond. Yeah, but I know some people who... <laughs> 
they'll see everyone around them getting married, getting engaged. And next thing you know, they like, oh, like I need to go to the next girl. Like, I'm just going to get engaged. Like, I'm just going to make it happen. It's going to work. That's when you settle and you work it. And then, I'm going to say, that's when you settle and now you're doing more damage than good. Yeah. yeah sure. I, can, I can tell you what. I'm on, a po- I'm on a podcast with three other guys. Two are married. One's getting married in June. Mm-hmm. I'm, the single, I'm the single on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't feel no pressure. That's that good. good. <laughs> I mean, that's I, 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 I literally know people that have done that. And even people who have, they're about to get married and they realize, like, I really shouldn't be with this person. Like, this is not going to work. We're arguing all the time. And they go through with the wedding. Mm-hmm. I wasn't arguing with my fiance, but we realized we're not meant to be together. So we called it off. But mm-hmm. a lot of people don't from the pressure that's put on you when you are engaged. Or when so you are seriously that's healthy. That's healthy. Because you, you can't do a realization like, oh, no, wait, this is not, this is not what's going to be. Yeah. So the question was, what was your model? Yeah, who was... Yeah, do you have a model? Some people, they look at it and it's, they want to do exactly opposite of what they saw. Well, in, in some... My, my parents have been married for over 30 years. My grandparents married. My both sets of grandparents were married. Most of my aunts and uncles are married, so like marriage, but I've never fantasized about marriage in the sense of like, I never said I wanted to get married. Like, I can't wait to get married. I'm looking for my, it was just kind of, I was kicking it and it was just like, this will work. Mm, <laughs> but um, okay. yeah, so I had a, definitely had a, I, I guess I did have a model and I've always been around very, on both sides, I'm very strong. I had a lot of aunts and uncles that were very strong, very, a lot of them were married, but also just very knowledgeable in life, so. I was all I was just blessed in that way. So, but the model I think the model thing you got to be careful because you you can cop out and give them a, a gang load of excuses because you ain't seen a, seen a model. If you really want to know anything right now, what do you do? Right, you go research it. So, mm-hmm. if you want to know, you want to do it. You want to do it. That cop out of I know as men I've used that excuse a lot of I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Like you gotta get over that. Like that's a part of leading. <laughs> you Amen. Yeah, I know for me, like, and it's, it's not just the case of, like, men in, like, in the urban community is that I grew up with, um, in a single-parent household, just my mom. My mom and my father, they got divorced when I was, like, very young, maybe, like, around three or four. And, like, um, my father would come around every now and then and, you know, visit, but then, you know, like, the wind, he would disappear. So I really never really got the chance to, like, develop a relationship with my father and subsequently, I never was able to, like, get, like, a clear image in regards to, like, what a healthy marriage looks like. So for me, I've been, like my man said, like, just doing the research, just, um, just learning from, like, couples who I would want my marriage to emulate, who I would want my marriage to look like, you know, and getting healthy information, like, tuning out all of the, the toxicity, tuning out all of the bad information that you may get from, like, you know, uh, family or friends. And really just taking time out to, you know, do your own research and prepare for that time. Because, you know, once we do meet that person, I, I do believe that everybody on this uh, call is going to get married. You know, I, I believe that once we meet that person, like, we need to be ready. We need to be prepared. And the only way that we can do that in this season, you know, is to, you know, learn and do our research and our due, and our due diligence. So I, um, I was going to ask a question again. <laughs> but I want to say hey, I want to I want to wait before you ask the question I want to hear the rest Shocker. of the answer. Shocker! Shocker! 
Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I just want to I just want to hear because I feel like if you depending on what you were raised around or what you looked at growing up on relationships, it's it has something to do with your mindset right now as you're out here mm-hmm. trying you to YouTube start relationships now. So like yeah so i'll i'll save my last question but i will say you can research too much and not actually put into practice true true Mm -hmm. i was gonna make that a question but i'll are you making up the question this last question i did make up but that wasn't it i I could say um from my personal experience i think i had like a um a vastly different experience than everybody else um my parents never married but they never married each other, but they didn't end up marrying other people. And I always grew up saying that I had two sets of parents. So I wish I had two dads, two moms, because I never felt a lack of love on either side, regardless of how, like, who I live with. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, um, it made a, it made a large impact. Like I said, like, my parents, like I said, uh, I was born in 87. My parents never married. My my parents, my mom, she married in 89. My dad married in like the early 90s. So my whole life, I've known them to be married, but not not married to each other. But I've seen the household they, they lived in. And I think, um, I was like, you, you see pros and cons of every situation. And like I said, like I pick and choose. Like for me, I think I have the uh, flexibility and the um, the option to pick and choose. Like okay, I like I like how that operates. I like how this operates. Mm-hmm. I don't like how that is. I like how this is. And I think I think I was afforded the, um, the luxury to be able to do that because not too many people could actually say that. Okay, yeah, if their parents never married, that they actually went through and stayed in another solid marriage. And still be um, a role model to their kids. So for me, like so, so for me, um, just seeing like how they are and all their relationships. Like from one side, like my mom, she's the main, she's the main cooker. My stepdad, I mean, he's been my dad since I was one, so that's my dad as well. Mm-hmm. He's been the worker, but on my biological dad's side, he's the cooker. And they both work. So it's like the roles like the roles they play work for one another. Mm-hmm. And and it allows me to see the flexibility that that each the man and the woman has as far as their role in a relationship to play, how it affects their like that current relationship and that dynamic and how it works for them. True. Okay. That's deep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Brother Rashid. Yeah, yeah, my, <laughs> oh, uh, my answer uh, was nowhere it, uh, near as deep as uh, that. So what you gonna say I'm now? About say, um, nah, I'm about to say, um, go ahead, Ma. All right, I had a joke, go ahead. Brother Kamal Rashid. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> Brother Kamal Rashid, I do. Yeah, Umar Johnson, Yes. So growing up, um, my mom, my pops uh, passed away when I was 13. So I didn't really have like that um, one-on-one relationship one, uh, with him and then seeing that with her and my mom. But what I did have is a bunch of uncles and aunts that mm-hmm. were, have been together for a long time. So 
as I've grown up, I see them. And then as I got older, I was able to talk to some of those uncles and, and talk to kind of see what they go through um, with their wives on a daily basis. And I think that's kind of helps me to emulate what a marriage can be and what a marriage is and not mm. just what I'm seeing on TV from mm. people. Because like I said, we talk about Barack Obama and you know, Michelle Obama or Jay, um, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Uh, we know what they show us. But we don't yeah. really know the the ins and outs of what's going on. So to be able to talk to people who have been married for 20 years, 30 years, and, and they tell you, like, look, this shit ain't sweet, bro. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. but at the end of the day, you fall back on love. So when you understand that before you go into something like uh, and go into marriage or go into an engagement, kind of that's what helped um, got me so far. Yeah, I think it's very important to have somebody to look up to, whether it's your your parents, whether it's friends, uh, aunts, uncles, neighbors. Like we all need somebody to help us because we want to do right. We want to have these relationships that last for a long time, and got to have somebody to look up to. So that's that's what's up. My parents are still married, and I, I don't want to be the first kid to have a marriage and it don't work. So I'm trying to make sure that I they on they on forty years right now. I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to sit there. I'm sure, I'm sure they thought about breaking up a long, a lot of times. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I am, I'm hundred percent sure of that, but um, they stuck through it and we're yeah. going to be in 41 in October. So that's all we're going to keep doing is just keep Shout going and keep them. going. Um, but that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a relationship that even if things, and you know, living in a house with them, of course, I've seen things, I've heard things. I want to be with somebody that I know can stick it out for the long run and we can make it work and we can find ways to, to make our relationship continue to grow. So this is a good conversation. I just wanted to know, cause I know sometimes people's thought patterns can be based off of how they were raised and what they're looking for in a relationship. So this is cool. I like, I, I thank you guys for being very candid. Can I, I know, ask one question? I was about to say, I, about to say, I know Ebony question. has one more question. So. <laughs> she, she just said that about four times. <laughs> it's kind of whack though, but this is my last one. And it was based off of what someone I got one said. Question, Ebony. Real quick, it's real quick. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> do you guys believe in soulmates? Yes. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it not- was based off yeah, of soulmates. That's real crazy. And you, you can have more than one soulmate. You can have more than one I soulmate. I believe that friends are soulmates. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you have more than one soulmate because they serve they 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 serve you different purposes in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So John West, Gordon, you guys are the same? Yeah. Yeah. So 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 I believe that there's a such thing as a soulmate in a sense of like there's one person out of the entire world that is like meant for you. Like, I don't believe that, but I do believe that there is somebody who was divinely orchestrated to be your spouse. So in that sense, yes, I do believe in a soulmate. So my last question before we get out of here is, is rather serious. I want to know, I was looking at y'all profiles on Instagram. So what- Yahoo! Ebony- Our personal, <laughs> individual <laughs> profiles? I just want to know what energy first, Sierra, what you, were you challenged, 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 in your profile pic, so I looked at your little thumbnail. What energy is there? And then for every, like, what energy are you trying to give off in your profile picture? Mm, my profile picture. Like, what energy is that? Like, what, what were you trying to tap into? Right now, it's a real innocent, cute okay. little picture. Innocent. Doesn't it? Don't I look innocent 
It's sweet. I mean, Do I need to show the people? We try actually. I, I mean, it's just a picture of me. I'm not even smiling. I'm just looking straight at the camera. Innocent, this is me. Hey, this is Sierra. So. Yeah, Ebony, I don't even know what yours looks like. Hold on, let me. <laughs> so wait a minute. I just redid my whole profile. Let me just say that. Literally, like a couple of days ago. Oh, and, oh yeah, I know this picture. Okay. You rebranded hmm? for the podcast? Yes, I redid my whole profile. My whole Instagram page. I didn't, so you can Not see Not the mine whole is... thing, but half of it. Mine is, uh, but... Um... So, where, where you see like two pictures and then quotes in the middle, and then I deleted some pictures that you can't see. Um, that picture there, I was taking it for myself and I thought it was cute, so I posted it. It wasn't like I'm, um, yeah. This is my picture, just so y'all can see. I guess the question for y'all, like, what is this picture say regular when you look at it? Like, if you didn't know us. That's what's interesting. That's why I wanted to say it. Like, um, What do you see from our pictures? Give each of us some critique. A critique. No critique. No judgment. Oh, man, you put him on the spot. I thought y'all said no No, I, didn't, I feel like he was coming first for us, so that's why well, I was like, like, I was like, what's my picture? This is basic. Because the pictures I have now, honestly, if I look at my profile, I'll be like, oh. They're different than the pictures I had before. Mm-hmm. It's funny, is it, y'all, pictures are, y'all pictures are both indicative of your personality. That's what we're very interested in. You got that from the, the thumbnail picture? Yeah, y'all. Or you got that from? And from talking, uh-huh. y'all pictures definitely show who y'all are. Who we are. Yeah. That's good. We not, we real. So the pictures are going to be real too. <laughs> yeah. But you don't have any, they, they. No critiques. I'm scared to be like, what, do you, what, what does my picture say? Yes. What does our picture say? I'm going to throw it over to Gordon. <laughs> what her picture say? Yeah. Yes. What did her picture oh, say? Uh, I, I just sent her Instagram. So you got to remember, I saw her on a, on the app. On the app. Before mm-hmm. that. So I will say, you remember, I say I look at teeth. So I don't know if Abby, if you remember the picture that I commented on. She doesn't she remember. It. It, was so, it was so many. I'm sorry. Get out of mind too. Um, yeah. Shot. Oh. Stop. <laughs> bang, bang. Um, <laughs> she was showing her teeth. I said, oh, okay, that's a nice smile. So that's what got me there. Hmm. So as far as the IG picture, I mean, I saw it, but like, you know. it was after the fact. Yeah, that was after the fact. And I usually don't even try to ask for people's IGs. One, I was, I had, um, uh, what do you call that? Uh, I had, del- I didn't delete it. I can't even think of the word right now. But um, I was off IG for a while, and then I put it back on. Oh, you deactivated it. There you go. I don't know why I couldn't think about that. So I deactivated it. And then for this standpoint, since I was supposed to technically, this was our first meeting, I wasn't going to meet her until we was coming to the studio. Mm-hmm. I opened it back up just to kind of make her a little more comfortable before we oh, met. Oh, I, I honestly wasn't going to, I didn't really care. I wasn't going to look. Oh, well, okay. That's why I did it. <laughs> okay. And that's why that's why I didn't I, did. I didn't get that when you did it. I didn't get that you were doing it for that purpose, but okay. Cause I was gonna ask, but I didn't. <laughs> you told me good, good job, man. What'd you say? Well, well done, well done, man. Well done, oh, well done. 
All right, well. Clap, clap, bravo. <laughs> Let me tell you, like... hold on. Mall's never this sweet. This is a different mall. I don't know what y'all do. <laughs> y'all might want to take one of y'all podcasts. We might have to make a trade. Kim, <laughs> 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 we Yo, had fun the trade. other day. Yeah, we never got him to talk this much, yeah. And he was looking at us the other day like, what in the world? What did I get <laughs> he myself was, into? He was <laughs> laughing hard. Yeah. This is an anomaly. We've never heard him talk this much. Yeah. It's us. I was, I was engineer ball, yeah. yeah. Yes, he was over there laughing in the corner, especially about that blue magic. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that, that whole blue magic. Can we revisit that chair real quick, yeah? Do you want to break... We're supposed to be closing out this episode, but we can basically. we can bring it up really I, I, quickly. I know, but, but go that, people should get, watch. The people go back and listen. Three hours later, <laughs> literally. I'm gonna say, <laughs> did anybody come back and say that you? Someone did. did. Anybody say they, one, how many people? Just she, one person. We just Ebony, posted it. Ebony just reposted it. Someone did respond, and I I don't know anybody, but basically it came down the conversation where doing introductions and Ebony said when she was younger she put blue magic on her lips as chapstick. That's yeah. And blue magic for, for the fellas, blue magic for your hair. Yeah, for the fellas. Blue magic makes a whole bunch of shit you put in your hair. No, this so is for the hair. It's grease. It's hair it's grease. Hair grease. It's hair she grease. On her lips. Hair grease. On your lips. Not Vaseline. <laughs> not Vivian. So first of all, do not do not I need laugh. context. No, there is no context. It's like putting jam on your lips. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how she got it. Sticky. How did she? It's like Vaseline. You have to listen to our introduction. She tells you exactly why she did it. Yeah, listen to episode one that I sent y'all. Listen, listen to episode one that I sent y'all. I was like, what? Wow, she sounds like she's standing behind it. Whatever it is. I am. No, she wasn't. No she is. So you still do yeah, it? She is. No, no, I don't oh. have blue magic in my house. <laughs> she don't have blue magic in her house. <laughs> but from what I said on the podcast, I'm it's an advocate of lip gloss. How many times have you seen me put it on on this podcast? Like three, four. And I have it. I have two sitting that, here. I got. I got one. Well, I, I can't. I can't see you, so it's not proving nothing to me. All right. All right. Well, listen to the podcast, and you'll see why I used <laughs> blue magic on my lips. I said I record the podcast. I see all of it. So before we uh, go ahead and close this out, I'm gonna just see if Wesley and Gordon, y'all have anything else to say. What's that? I see you eating. You ain't getting up for everybody else. I know, final thought. Yeah. Um, nah. I mean, this is cool. Like relationships, it goes down in the rabbit hole every time. I mean, you can go deep, so but it was good though. No no pun intended. I do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're talking about a bunch of guys, okay. <laughs> Hey, is Ebony yeah, I know I like metaphors. Is Ebony <laughs> going to do it after the day? That's the, that's the mystery question. The who? I didn't hear that. Is Ebony and... We did hear it. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, heard, I, didn't, I heard, heard my name. That's all I heard.
the, the crazy part was, oh, shit. when we talked about this, I, I told her when we was coming up to the studio, so I live out in VA, and she's in Maryland, oh, so shit. Like, look, I'm going to park at your crib, we're going to ride together to the, to mm. the spot, so I said, hey, listen, I said, I don't know how this is going to go. We would just ride, we would be riding back and forth. We might ride in silence. <laughs> I was fine, I told Sierra, I'm like, oh, it's cool, yeah. we'll just ride back.